Thank you guys for tuning in to Geek Elite Radio. We are the Knights of Wrestling. Uh, we're going to talk about reviewing uh, Raw this week. I'm always here with my uh, my co-host. He's 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 back out now. How you doing, Luis? How's everything going, man? Doing well, man. Glad to be back. And uh, I mean, I really missed the podcast after WrestleMania, but uh, you know, you know, things happened. But I'm really glad to be back and uh, really really glad to to start this podcast. Well, I'm glad to hear it because there 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 is there is a lot to to get to. And actually, we're we're gonna get it we're gonna get to it right away. We're gonna start this podcast off with some bad news. Um, we want to send our, our condolences um, to the two wrestlers we just found out died. Um, Black Jake Mulligan, which is the father of Bray Wyatt and Bo Dallas. Um, unfortunately, he passed away April 7th, uh, 2016, obviously. They did a, they gave him a little memorial in the beginning of Raw. And breaking right now, we just found out that good old ECW original Boz Mahoney has just passed away. Uh, I want to say I read the news maybe about an hour ago. So sending out condolences to the family. Um, what do you remember of these guys, Luis? Um, um, you know, do do any any memories you have of the wrestling or anything like that? I, uh, I mean, I, I watched the. I mean, I watched the WWE Network every once in a while, and I kind of watched the old school wrestling. You know, just following uh, the the Roth and and the Nature Boy Ric Flair. Um, and these guys, you know, they 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 actually fought with uh with, with these uh with uh, Blackjack uh, um, Mulligan and and. And actually, you know, they have some memorable match. So they were they were a big deal back in the day. I mean, especially facing off against big stars like like Dusty Rose and and uh, and Ric Flair. And you know, those were the two main guys that that would always pop up. But I mean, they wouldn't be as over as they were in the past if it wasn't for these guys. So you know, I mean, I, I just I just feel like they they they, they had a huge part in, in the development of other wrestlers as well. And of course, we gotta thank we gotta thank this guy because. You know, he gave us two. He, he gave us two pretty, pretty good talents like, like Bray Wyatt and, and, and Bo Dallas. And and you know what? They're they're in the WWE right now, and they're continuing on his tradition and 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 it's pretty much his his his, um, his legacy. So so yeah. Yeah, I know. For people that don't know, um, um, uh, Balls Mahoney was an original ECW uh, guy. Um, his his name always made me laugh. Uh, balls Mahoney. You know, his channel was Balls, 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 Balls. But um, he's also an ECW original. Uh, he, had, he had a lot of great matches um, with people like Axel Rotten, uh, Rod Van Dam, Tommy Dreamer. You know, he was he was a great ECW original. original um, so, you know, we'll give our condolences to their family. Rest in peace, guys. Rest in peace. And we will um, hopefully see you on, on, on the other side when you guys get there. Anyway, guys, let's go ahead and get us started with the show. Um, we're going to review... Um, the 411 edition of Monday Night Raw. Um, I, I think the, the first thing that I, I, I want to get started off with, um, we saw Shane McMahon come out. That was the first thing that we saw. Mm-hmm. Um, why is he still in charge? I, I thought it was a, a one-night-only thing. Um, um, I, I really thought Vince just gave into the crowd and said, yeah, go ahead, take over the show. He had a second one uh, this week. Um, does that mean the Undertaker match didn't matter at all? We still have Shane as, as a GM, or they, is it only a guest thing? Do you think they're they're making it look that way? I mean, they're they're making it look like none of the none of the uh, matches that happen at WrestleMania has any importance now, because you know obviously the the, the stipulation was if Undertaker wins, you know um, he gets to keep his job and still have more WrestleMania moments. If Undertaker, uh, if Shane would 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 win, he'll take control of Raw. Obviously, that didn't happen. So why is he take, having control of Raw? You know, it, it it's one of those just poorly scripted writing uh, uh, 
gimmicks that that it, it just makes no sense there's no logic to it so i mean if you're gonna put stipulations that high why not just stick to it i mean or why not just have chain win the damn fucking match so you know it's it, it's one of those things that's just it just doesn't have logic or or or, or i just have no, no understanding of what's going on but i mean but other than that i mean i like the fact that he's in charge you know i got that positive vibe from Shane mcmahon and the fact that he's uh he, he he's getting more camera time uh than he did uh, uh last week you know it, it just comes to it just comes to tell you that you know what he's doing something right and he's definitely um he's definitely a a a, a good uh, uh i would say he's a a fresh of uh of of, of um I think he's giving what the people want to see. Um, it's 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 a fresh breath of air. A fresh breath um, of air. Yeah. I don't, I don't mind. Know why I, I don't, I don't mind why I that he's in charge. I, it, like it's just you said. What confused me is the actual storyline. Well, then what the hell was the point of, of the Undertaker match if now he's he's completely he's completely taken over? Um, but it just it it doesn't make any sense to me. Um, they should. I I do like the the fact that he's in charge. Maybe he would have had another match on Raw or you know, or made it more clear how many weeks is he in charge for. But Anyway, I mean, we'll, we'll get past that. Obviously, it's K-Feb. He's not really making the matches. Um, it's something that happens backstage. I just like, I just would like to see a better explanation. But um, we started off with him um, doing um, his, his whole promo work. Uh, Kevin Owens interrupted him, which I thought was great, which uh, led, our, led us to our first match, Kevin Owens versus Cesaro. Um, and this was, Kevin Owens was bitching over that he deserved to be a number one contender. For his title and rematch, he didn't right. get his rematch clause. Right, he was just complaining that he was getting screwed over. Time right, and time. then Shane says, "Well, you need to go ahead and fight for it and deserve it like the champion you are." And so we had the Owens versus Cesaro match. Um, I, I thought that was a great match opening. Uh, it, what it did was, you think it, of the match? It was a great opening match. Uh, it was entertaining. It was, it was, it was everything that you expect from a, from a, from a, from a wrestling match uh, out of these two great talents. Um, you know, I'm glad Cesaro was back, and I'm glad he's kicking ass, and I'm glad he's. Uh, he 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 has to he he, he went over uh, Kevin Owens because you know that, that puts him at a at a good at a good stage in his career where he's like uh, top mid card and, and and almost close to main eventing. Yeah, I don't think this hurts Kevin Owens at all. I think uh, um, you know he he lost a match against Cesaro, which Cesaro is obviously a good face. Um, Cesaro is a great talent wrestler. What what what? I don't get this gimmick. Is he trying? Is he trying to be like Jason uh, Statham? He's, 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 he's a secret agent. Why, why the hell is he he's wearing a an earpiece? He's a Swift Superman, man. <laughs> uh, he has an earpiece. What the well, yeah, hell I mean, is he earpiece well, for? Look at this. What what is Superman? You know, he's Clark Kent. You know, during the day when whenever crime's not around, you know, he's wearing the suit. He's wearing the glasses. And, and you know when when crime calls, you know it takes off the suit, and then there he goes to save the day. I think I think he's living up to his name. I think he's called Swift Superman, and every time someone challenges him, challenge him, then I feel that he has to do the whole Superman gimmick thing. So I I, I think this was good for Cesaro <laughs> to step away for a little bit and then come back. I mean he, he came back well, he, on he, last week's Raw, and it was you know I'm not saying it's gonna be the biggest surprise of the year, but it was a good surprise, and it was something that we did not expect. Last Cesaro was the last person on my mind, to, you know. To be considered, I could see him as champion though. I could see him holding the Intercontinental Championship in that suit. I, I think see, it, it I, really well. I hope so, man, because you know how much the EC Championship means to me, and to have Cesaro. The IC, the IC sorry, uh -huh. I don't know why. I don't know what's, what's wrong with it's, it today. It's, I think it's, it's, it's latest nine, yeah. man. All right, so yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, the the Intercontinental Championship is my favorite title, and to see, uh, uh, 
Cesaro go up against The Miz for the Intercontinental Championship and actually have him win it, that, that, that just puts a lot of pride into the championship and, and it'll create a lot more prestige. And to have Cesaro as a babyface carry that title, I, I think it's a great opportunity for him because you know he's never held that title before. He hasn't. And what I do like is that we, we have a straight face and a straight heel. Exactly. And we can actually, you know, see who we're going to cheer for, see who we're going to boo. Obviously, Cesaro is a face. He's, um, I think he has a charisma, he has a good face, he needs a lot of work on the microphone. Um, but I th can definitely see him doing something. Um, so, I mean, you know, Cesaro win wins clean with his, uh, with his finisher and, oh, and pins Owens. How, how brave is this motherfucker to, to keep using those uppercuts after a real deltoid surgery? I mean, yeah, you saw, you exactly. saw his arm was all You saw that, that springboard spinning uh, uppercut. Yeah, that was that was just perfect timing. That was just one of the most impressive moves of of, of the night. Uh, you know, it just comes to show you that Cesaro. You know, he's he, he's he's very talented in the ring. I think he's he's got. I think he's ninety percent there. Uh, he's he's close. I think I think they need to give him the intercontinental championship first. Have him hold it and see how that goes as a face. Then I can see you know give give him the actual big belt. Uh, but yeah, that was you know it was a yeah, and, back and, and forth match. And, was, uh, man, and enough sucking on on Cesaro's dick. I mean, let's also talk about super dick, <laughs> the super swift dick. Uh, let's talk about Kevin Owens, man. I mean, what do you think? I mean, he, he performed pretty well as well. No, he did. I mean, I don't think you're ever gonna have a bad performance from from Kevin Owens. Um, I you know I just I, this this is this is a good way to not have a heel versus heel. Uh, Miz versus Owens. I, I mean, I, I don't want to see two heels go at each other because then that makes Owens a face. Right. And, and I like him as a heel because the, the Miz is the Miz is never gonna get cheered ever. <laughs> I, you know, no matter what he does as champion, if he, he he makes a very good heel. He reminds me of a watered down Chris Jericho. Yeah. You know, he, he comes out, he talks real slow. You know, he's 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 he's, he's got the mic. The, the Miz is good. I, yeah. I, I told you this on our pre WrestleMania podcast. I had him going. Winning the Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania. And, you know, everyone said I was fucking crazy. He didn't win it at WrestleMania, but he won it the 24 hours later right. from Zack Ryder. Which, I think he's the right person to hold it, to give it to a good face like Cesaro. Yeah, but poor poor bastard Zack Ryder. I mean, he, he was on top of the world. And now he's 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 an, he's an afterthought now. Uh, he, he's always been an afterthought. Nobody thought about this guy until he won the belt. He was the wild card. Why the fuck is this guy in, in, in this match? And he wins. Yeah, but you got to feel sorry for the fucker. I, I I don't know. I, I mean, I've never been a Zack Ryder fan. I like what he does on the internet, but I can't see him as, you know. he th Does it fit him well? Yes. But I think they've already given him that opportunity. And I don't know. I think I, I, I like him in, in, in NXT, and but I think he should be single star in NXT. Right. But but uh, it, it was a good speculation match. I mean, there was, there was obviously something at stake here. I mean, the winner will go off and phase the miss for the Intercontinental Championship. And, and you know, th this match actually meant something. And that's what I like about um, that's what I like about this 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 match. I mean, it was it meant something, and it was a great it was a great match to put somebody over and a great uh, opportunity for them to be on the spotlight for the Intercontinental Championship. So definitely, I I, I give this match um, uh, uh, eight out of ten. I mean, it it was almost there, but I mean, if Zara wasn't injured uh, with the with the shoulder, I mean, I think I think we would expect a little bit more from him. But I mean. It's definitely a good match. I mean, it's a second match back, so I mean, we, you know, we can't expect too much. He's still obviously favoring that the the injury, but um, you know, the the match was, you know, it it was a good match. We do have a new number one contender, so we're probably gonna see Cesaro versus the Miz at the pay per view. Yep. I'm kind of looking forward to this build up now. Now that Maurice is back, oh, with yeah. the Miz, I think that's kind of cool. You know, does does Cesaro get a chick? 
I don't know. I mean, I could see him with maybe like a Becky Lynch or something. You know, that yeah. that, that that'd be kind of cool. But anyway, you know, we'll see what happens with the storyline. Um, the match we had right after that was um, the Lucha Dragons against Team 3D. So am the I Dougley Boys? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The the Dougley Boys were gonna come. So you know, I'm okay with this match, but why? So why do we fuck the U.S. title and put it on the back burner and not have it defended? Well, I mean. At the very beginning of the match, um, it, 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 you know, uh, was, um, it, the Lucha Dragons, you know, they came into the ring, they did their little gimmick. Uh, the Dougley Boys came in, they also did their gimmick. They're also letting everybody know that, you know, who they are, which obviously we know who they are. I mean, they've been the most dominant tag team champions of all times for the past, what, 15, 20 years? Well, yeah, so, at least, at least that. So, I mean, I mean, <laughs> but they keep reminding us who they are, and I think that's funny because I think everyone gets it. Um, but, yeah, you know what? Um, uh, very fast injury. Very, very fast injury. I mean, uh, it happened during the commercial break, and when, when, the, when the commercials uh, came back, you know, we saw we – saw, um, uh, Kalisto on the floor and uh, you know holding his shoulder or, or his face. I mean, I don't know, but I mean, it looked like he landed pretty pretty hard. Well, I'm, I'm not sure exactly what happened with his injury, but he was injured in, in the middle of the match, and then they came back from break and then destroyed Sincado with the badass 3D. <laughs> that was one of the best 3D. <laughs> yeah, I saw the 3D. I was like, wow, it, that was it was that basically was a beautiful 3D. It was a, basically a handicap match, and you know what? I, I think this match was supposed to go on for a little while, but you know, seeing the seeing the reality that it was uh, it's just a two on one, it's just they had to go out fast. But seeing Cara put up put up a good fight, but obviously dominated by the Douglies. And and the fact that the Douglies, you know, they acknowledged that Kalisto was injured. You know, they kept talking trash. And they kept they're great heels, man. And well, the um, so they, they advanced to the next round of, of the tag team uh, division tournament. tournament. Uh, which did you see the bracket that the new day presented? I did, I did. It was pretty it's funny. Funny that, shit. That cereal box, yeah. When they announced the cereal box, unicorns and rainbows all over the place. I mean, that's that's very positive and colorful. That that to me that that helps people. Um, it, it makes the titles important. It makes it makes you. These guys are fighting to get the number one contender spot. It's not even for the titles. And I, I, I'm a fan of tournaments. I don't know why they don't do this more often with singles titles like the U.S. Championship. Again, going back on the this match also meant something. You know, I mean, if if you keep winning, obviously you'll get an opportunity right. to make it to the finals and then challenge the New Day for the tag team championship. So you know, that's two matches that actually meant something. So I mean, Raw was going on a good face here. Um, and of course, you know, um, you know they came out here. They did they did the little segment, of course, before the match, and and they pull up a pretty funny, pretty funny promo. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's the same fucking promo they do every time, but you know, it 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 it, it doesn't get it's old. It's getting there. It, it, it's it's <laughs> but getting it's getting over. it's getting old. It's... I I don't think it is because when they did when they did Raw last week, and then and he come out and say your your world. Tag team, and he didn't yeah, say anything, no. and the whole crowd was the whole saying crowd all, did it, yeah. all they did was move their hips. Your and, and, the, and, and the crowd is knowing what their gimmick is. E world <laughs> team champions. I mean, it looks like he's having an orgasm at right. every word. So obviously, the new day is over. I'm glad they're not wrestling until until we see you know the, the titles up for grab. But I mean, you know, that's 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 a tournament. Team 30 obviously advances. Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh. There's a lot of tag team. Uh, uh, there's a lot of tag team partners over there. I mean, there's there's quite a few. I mean, do you feel like they're 
this tag team division it is becoming a big thing now. I think this helps the tag team division, and we're we're gonna get to that because we had a huge debut. I don't want to talk about that yet because that happened later on the show. Right. But I think this does help the tag division overall. You know, you you put them in a tournament. To me, you know, it's it's that's real life. That's how real life sports work. Yeah. You take you take the best whoever did the best in the season, put them in a tournament, and, and eliminate each other. I I'm a really big fan of tournaments. Um, I and this isn't even for the championships. To well, a number one contender to face the championships. Exactly. And this just helps elevate the titles. These are the tag champions that I want to see hold it. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't mind this at all. Um, if they call it the Shane McMahon era, whatever they're gonna call it, I'm liking it so far. Two good Raws in a week. Um, right after that match, um, we went to commercials. We came back. We had fucking Doctor Phil come out. Okay, <laughs> which is probably gonna be a Hall of Famer now. You know, for, for, Most likely. Yeah, for making the debut, and he was, um, I guess, monitor, monitoring the match between Charlotte and Natalia. Um, he was talking about the relationship between uh, Ric Flair and his daughter and stuff like that. Right, pretty um, much having the whole Dr. Phil show right there backstage. Right. I mean, I don't, I don't know how much time I want to waste on Dr. Phil, but um, uh, this match is obviously, um, it's for the women's championship. Why Natalia's number one contender? Who knows? But she's number one contender. I think they want to do a flare versus heart thing. Mm-hmm. But um, um, I mean, we'll skip the match. The match was okay. Um, but flare interferes and Charlie gets another dirty win. Actually, Natalia won. Well, actually, Natalia won on a tap she doesn't out. Win, she doesn't win the title. This is. It's been a while since I've seen Charlotte tap out, and Natalia actually pull out. it pull it off. But you know, before she can tap out, Ric Flair gets involved, grabs the. Grabs the referee by the leg, pulls him out of the ring, and of course, what 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 really bugs me is that the referee actually saw Charlotte tap out, and then looks back at Flair, and then rings the uh, the master ring the bell, and then you're like, okay, so what happened here? Did 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 did, uh, did Charlotte lose? She did lose, but it was due to interference. And due, but at and the due same, to those rules, she keeps the title. Exactly. So what kind of fucking bullshit is that? I don't that? know. I don't know. They're, they're, the referee saw it. They, the referee they, saw that Charlotte tapped out. But at the same time, because Ric Flair got involved, I, I guess I guess that's 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 more important than uh, it's more important to see it as a disqualification than act, than the real thing. Charlotte tapped out, and that's huge. Charlotte, I don't never seen Charlotte tap out. Well, what what was bothering me is that you know I like Ric Flair, but he's ruining the matches for me. He's ruining the women's division for me. He already ruined so many women's lives in his lifetime. You know, <laughs> why, you know why the fuck is ruining the division? I like seeing Flair, trust me, but I don't, I don't like Charlotte winning dirty or keeping her title dirty. She's Come a, on, man. She's really? A great wrestler. You don't like Charlotte winning dirty? Come on, that's Ric Flair for you. Right. When has, when right. has Ric it Flair is. ever won clean? No, he, he hasn't, but the problem is Charlotte isn't winning dirty by herself. Let's just say she would low blow the women, or I don't know if he can do that. <laughs> you know, let's say you would do something dirty, but she does it. That's different. But you have her, her fucking 200-year-old father interfering in these matches. Um, that's what bothers me, that Charlotte Flair needs her dad to win. Without him, if she was being dirty by herself, I'd be okay with that. You know, using the ropes, uh, you know, doing a dirty move, raking the eyes. Do what Flair used to do. Flair had no help from anybody. And he was a great heel, but not this isn't fitting Charlotte. I think Flair needs to go away for a little bit. Maybe he he might just manage, but not get involved. Like Paul Heyman, Paul Heyman doesn't get involved in, in the Lesnar matches. You just see his face like that. That's what Red Flair start doing. I like the woo. Yeah, but I like that he throws his jacket. I like his little his little his little <laughs> foot dance, whatever the hell he does. Um, but it, it's not working. 
is that helping? Is that helping? Is that helping the women's division? It's not at all. Um. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I'm a Ric Flair fan, and I just like seeing him, man. I just like seeing. Okay, him do you like him interfering in the matches? Uh, I'm okay with it. I'm actually okay with it because, um, you know, that just makes Charlotte more uh, more heat on her. It gets more heat on her because you know she's having she's having her dad interfere. I think I, he, mean, I think it gives her heat, but I don't think it's the kind of heat she wants. Uh, she's getting the boos, but not because boo you're a heel. Boo! Like, why the fuck are you champion and you need your dad? It, it's uh, it's a family. It's, she's just there for family support, man. He's right. there for family support. So I mean, I mean, I I, I trust you. I like like I said, I I'm glad Rick Flair's there. I would rather see him than not. But I think he needs to he needs to bring down his role a little bit. I, I don't like I don't like him putting I don't like him putting his his hands in the ring and getting involved in the match. Just watch it, man. Just you know, be the manager. If your daughter loses, she loses. She wins, she wins. It's okay once in a while, but this is happening every week for weeks now. Mm-hmm. Weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks, and he's been interfering. That's bothering me. Um, good match overall. Um, it was you know, a good match, you know, yeah. Do you ever see Natalia maybe being champion? You know, when I saw the tap, I was like, something's going to happen. There's no way they're going to give her the title. I mean, I like the fact that it was it was a sharpshooter <laughs> that that uh, Charlotte tap out of. You know, that's just sending a clear message. So I, I like that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure they're done with, with them. I think they're gonna keep building heat, but uh, th- this is definitely a good um, a good buildup. Right. So then, right after this, we had um, um, we had another match, which um, you got the Usos that came out and they're dabbing now, which is fucking dumb as shit. You know what dabbing is? <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. I was hoping you say no oh, because I, you know more people are dabbing. So they came out dabbing. Fucking that dab against man. against the social outcasts. Captain Newton, motherfucker. <laughs> Um, quick match. Um, it wasn't a great match. It was just what we expected. You got the Usos win. Well, I really don't give a shit I, about the match. I, I, I like I like the fact that you know, the, 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 you know that that little victory circle they do around the ring. You know, uh, <laughs> what do they call it now? The the bowl train. Yeah, the, the yeah the, the bowl train. train. Yeah. You know what? Uh, they actually this this match, even though it was it was simple to the point. Um, I like the fact that. You know, as soon as they start doing that ball train around the ring, as soon as they got back into the ring, boom, they lose the match. So that's just a dose of realization that, you know, they can't be fucking around. And, and the fact that they did that and, and got back into the ring, you know, they, they realized that, you know what, this cost us the match. Being being fucking idiots costs us the match. So hopefully hopefully they get something out of this. I'm, I'm not sure how, they, how the writers are going to have them perform next, but I, I like the fact that that was a factor. That doing the ball, that that ball train cost him the match. Yeah, but I don't find that entertaining. I found that like, why the fuck are you in the ring for? You're four random guys that have nothing to do. With. I mean, I understand you need your comedy acts in between, but make it funny. Like Santino, Santino had stu- he did a lot of stupid shit, but he was entertaining to a certain point. I don't find the Outcasts entertaining at all. Um, I I don't know. I don't know what they need to do. It's four random guys put together. They have no similar gimmick. They all look different. Um, I don't understand. You know who, what, how they choose their partners. But, you know, the match was a standard match. You had the Usos win via pin. Um, I want to talk about what happened after. I think this is one of the most important thing that's happened in Raw for a while. Um, I don't know if you follow the New Japan Wrestling at all. The New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, we had the debut of the Bullet Club. Uh, yeah, uh, Doc came out, and then you had Anderson came out. Which Doc, as people don't know, used to be Festus. Yeah, and then he came became sober. 
He was known news <laughs> as uh, Luke Gallows for CM Punk. Yeah, then, I remember Luke Gallows. And then Carl uh, Anderson, he's just been wrestling. Uh, he wrestled for Ring of Honor. I don't think he wrestled for TNA. Very good wrestlers. Um, both of these guys have, uh, have I guess, a faction in Japan, or used to right. have it, called the Bullet Club. With AJ Styles as their leader, and then once he left, you had Finn Balor as, as, as a leader. Um I think they, I think they debuted him as a tag team. I don't know if AJ Styles somehow gets involved. I think these this is gonna lead to bigger things. This was actually a big fucking deal, and a lot, a lot of people don't realize because it of Finn because, Balor, right? Well, not because of Finn Balor, because this was a, a a team from New Japan that they kept as a New Japan team, and they're keeping their names and they're keeping their gimmick, which is very strange from WWE. They don't do that. Once they bring you over to WWE, they're gonna they're gonna give you a different name. They're going to give you a different well, gimmick. They're going to give you different finishers. They're going to call everything differently. Because they're letting them be. I, I like that. Because they're independent contractors. Don't they carry that around wherever no, they well, go? They, no, no, they don't. Uh, WD, they own their own name in real life. But WD can trademark them wherever you want. For example, Sami Zayn. So no one has actually trademarked their, their, their gimmick. No, actually Japan owns it. Japan owns the name Bullet Club. I don't know if WWE bought it. Hmm. But I don't know what they're going to call them this time. But let me give you an example. All right. Um, uh, um, Sami Zayn. Was known in the independent circuit as El Generico. Comes over WWE, take your fucking mask off, you're gonna be Sami Zayn. Okay? Mystico. Was on all over the world as fucking Mystico. Brought him to WWE, you're gonna Sincara. take that shit off, you're gonna make you Sincara. Why? Because they wanna own the name. Right. Um, that happened to a lot of people. Um, what the fuck's a wrestler that's injured from NXT? Um, Kenta. Well, I mean, extremely popular wrestler in Japan. They bring him over, they gave him a stupid Hideo. I don't Tommy know, man. I, I, think, I, think, I think there's exception to it. I mean, it's like Rey Mysterio. When he was in WCW, he was Rey Mysterio. When he was in WWE, he was still Rey Mysterio. Right, but he was over and WWE bought no, WCW. No, 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 because AAA owned it from the very beginning. No, they don't. The, uh, AAA, for, 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 from their uncle. AAA from his uncle. No, no, AAA owns Rey Mysterio Jr. Two, two different names. The Jr. changes a lot of things right there. That's what happened. The, the companies own the name. The independent contractors can keep their own name in real life. Like, for example, Booker T. That's his real name. I don't know if you knew that. It, that's his last name. Booker yeah. is his last name. I forget his first name, but uh, but that's his name. That's why he can use that everywhere he goes. AJ Styles won when the AJ is not his name. And when he came in WWE, he kept his AJ Styles name. But I like that. It would have fucked him up if they called him something else. Right. Because he's got AJ tattooed on his side. How the hell do you ignore that? You know, um, I don't <laughs> well, know. Like what... I said, man, I think that's just they, they make some exceptions. I don't know. Maybe they come they, they come to agreements with other with other organizations in the wrestling business, I mean, I'm not sure how that works. I'm not in the office. I don't make those decisions, but I'm, I'm sure there's ways around it. And I, I don't know how what they're gonna call this team, but my biggest thing is they're here in WWE, and I really think they're here to back up AJ Styles in in possibly the match with Roman Reigns. Well, you know, and somehow because I think this is the era of the factions where you get three people together in a faction. Uh, how great would it seem to be the Bullet Club reunited and maybe Roman Reigns with the Usos and we have some sort of feud that way because they, they, they fucked up the Usos for a reason oh yeah so somehow this has to be involved oh, Roman Reigns is going to stick with his blood AJ Styles is going to stick with his old buddies this is why I think this 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 debut was very important I hope they they can somehow buy the Bullet Club name I don't think they are. I think WWE is too PG right now. They changed, for example, um, AJ Styles, um, his calf crusher. Right. It used to be known as a calf killer. Completely, they changed it. Why? Because it's PG. Right. With Kevin Owens, it used to be, when he was back in the Indies, his name was Kevin Steen. It used to be a Kill Steen Kill. 
That's what the cheers do. You said the shirts, same thing. Now it's fight on fight. Why? Because it's fucking PG. Mm-hmm. They they change things around. I hope they keep the name the Bullet Club. They want to call it the Ballot Club if Finn Balor ever shows up. Um, I don't know, but I think this is a very important debut. I think it's going to help the tag team division. Um, I don't think they're ready for the championships yet. Let's just see where they, where they can go out of this. I'm, I'm very excited to see what these guys have to say and what they have to do. Um, you know, hope, hopefully they don't hopefully they don't fuck it up. You know, with, with Shane McMahon in charge, I hope he does the right thing, makes it the faction, makes it what the fans want to see, not what Vince wants to see. So they came and they destroyed the Usos. They didn't really say much. Um, I don't think they said anything at all. And they just walked away. No, they just made a statement. Well, actually, they did say they. As soon as they start beating the Usos, they said we have tickets. Once the referees guy, right, so started to separate the fight. Yeah, it's, but I mean, what the fuck does that matter? Yeah, I mean, I, I hope they do something um, next week on Raw, or they somehow debut, but um, or they somehow debut in an actual match. But we'll see what happens. Um, right after that match, we had. Oh, we had a great match. This match was set up by Shane McMahon earlier, and he gave Sami Zayn a chance to be a number one contender in the WWE Championship match. Yeah, again. But he, he had to beat AJ Styles. Exactly, and if he would have won, it would be a triple threat match for the World Heavyweight Championship. And if he would have lose, then, of course, AJ Styles will still go one-on-one with Roman Reigns. Again, another match that with stakes. So, it, it, you know, it, 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 it can go either way. But I think that, you know, uh, it was a great match. I think it was, it, 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 topped, it topped the first match that we watched between uh, Cesaro and Kevin Owens. So it was definitely one of those, those A-plus matches. Uh, you know, this is Zami Zayn. It's his second match in a row at, at Raw. You know, um, going up against AJ Styles, this was a very entertaining match. And these are two guys that that um, that travel all over the world, and they, they, they made a huge reputation, you know, um, in other in other um, in, in other in other programs. So to have these two guys actually go at it, you know, at first it started off a little slow, but then half of the half of half of the the last of the half match, it was it was it was pretty entertaining, especially especially I don't know what you call it, uh, Zami Zayn's powerbomb. It's like a spinning uh, uh, car the, bomb. The blue thunder bomb. The blue thunder bomb. Oh my goodness! Asia Style took that like a man. He that was one phenomenal move, and but obviously it it, it didn't it didn't uh it, it didn't get put him over. But it was one hell of a match. And Asia Style, I mean, props to props to him. I mean, these two guys work well together. Well, I mean, they they've wrestled thousands of times before. Back in the Indies. Back in, I don't think they they wrestled in Ring of Honor, but I'm sure they've had it in the end. This is an actual dream match. What I'm disappointed in is I didn't want to watch this at Raw. I would have paid to see this. I would have wanted to see it on a pay-per-view. Sami Zayn for AJ Styles will sell any tickets anywhere. Um, we did see it at Raw. What I, it was a great match. What we, what I didn't like was the finish. He finished with that flying forearm. And how was that a finisher? Apparently it is. Yeah, apparently it is now. And to see Sami Zayn not kick out of that when he had that match with Nakamura, that that's what bothers me. I, I would rather see some sort of interference or some sort of shitty win. But but he got pinned clean after after AJ Styles gave him that oh the the, the flying forearm. Right, but I mean besides that, it was one hell of a match. No, it, it was one hell of a match. I just don't like the way it was finished. I think the, they, they could have been a lot sm- smarter booking it. I'm like, how the no. fuck does he get out of that and bro. And, and Roman Reigns doesn't? Bro, speaking <laughs> of Nakamura. Why the fuck is he not in the main roster at Raw? He's not in the main roster at Raw because... Have you seen this fucker's matches? No, no, no. Well, he's had one match. 
in WWE. And that old match with Sami Zayn, oh my god. Yeah, ma- match of the year. It I, was. I'm, I'm gonna say it. It was one hell of a match. Great yeah. match. The reason though, I don't think they're gonna put him debut him soon in the main roster is because I think they want to build him in NXT first, find his gimmick, and dude, he, and see he, he what has he wants a gimmick. No, he he, 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 he has really a doesn't. gimmick. Look, man, not I, enough I, to run a promo and, I, and I've open seen, a. Rock. I've seen this guy for however the match was for like 25, 26 minutes. I've seen this guy for 26 minutes and immediately I like him. Immediately, you know, it shows this guy is he's a superstar. He, he he's 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 in that status of of main events and. Where was he in, in uh, New Japan, right? He was. He was. In, he was. Right. He was big in New Japan. Yeah. So he was an NJ. He was an NJWP champion for a while, which is their their world right. world champion. Um. But let but let me tell you why he shouldn't debut because he doesn't have a gimmick, um, that fits the American style. If they debut him, he's gonna become another fucking Tajiri. He's gonna become another um, the Yoshitatsu. Well, they gotta let this guy be himself, like they do at NXT, like they do. But in they're New not Japan. going to on Raw. If Vince is if, if Vince is still control Raw, see Triple uh, Triple H is I mean one hundred percent in control of NXT. That's why he's doing this kind of shit, and this kind of stuff works. If you if you were to deb- debut Nakamura, and and I agree with you, if you would have had the matches, everything that they had on Raw, he would have been over one hundred percent. But the problem is he can't talk on the mic yet. He can't open raw and thank the fans and you know thank you guys for letting me do this. He needs someone to speak for him, um, or he just needs to keep it very simple. I I, I want to see him open up an NXT first, see what they're gonna do because if they debut him too quick, he's gonna become another fucking Tajiri. You know what, man? Easy. He, he, he reminds me so much of of uh, of uh, the Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt, man. He's just awkward. He's just weird. He he's he's unique. Um, and at the same time, you know, you're right. Maybe he's he's not good on the mic because he doesn't know the language, but he's he's very charismatic in his own way. He doesn't need to say much. I mean, it, his ring performance speaks for speaks for him enough. So so I mean, I, I don't know what else you can ask for this guy. I mean, this guy need, needs to be in in the main roster of Raw. This is just what I'm saying, man. I'm telling you because right now, in my head, I'm envisioning. All his opponents, all his possible opponents, and there, there's one guy out there that I know, I know will actually uh, will be a, a dream match. He's gonna have a great match with whoever you put him with, and and I, I'm not denying that he's charismatic in the ring. I like his entrance that they give him. I like all, all, I like his little stuff that he does. The biggest problem with him though is he needs to be in, in a group or a faction where he doesn't talk. He he doesn't speak English. That's his fucking problem. And you need to be able to speak English to get over on Raw. Well, man, that's that's very precious of you, motherfucker. Well, no, it's not. <laughs> Tell me what non-English person has gotten over and been like, yeah, this well, this guy's got everything. Cesaro's going through that problem right now. No, but he speaks English. He understands well, it. Nakamura doesn't accent. at all. Well, he has an accent, but Nakamura doesn't at all. He he he, he does he doesn't at all. You know when he when he says I'm I'm in NXT, I had no idea what the fuck he was saying. I had to rewind it twice. This is. Really hear what what he had to say. I think he should but, speak his language. <laughs> yeah, you know, honestly, yes. Maybe come out and speak Japanese. No it's like it's like Rusev. You know, when he started his gimmick, you know, he was he would only speak Russian. Or the problem Bulgarian. is when you speak a foreign language, you become a heel. Isn't this fucker a heel? No, no, he's a face. Nakamura, I, I saw well, him getting cheated. I, I don't, I don't think. Well, yeah, he's a he 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 fights like a face, 
But this guy is unique, man. He is. He, he is. He is. <laughs> you um, don't know what he is. I, I do want to see him debut. Not soon. I want to see him in NXT for a year, become NXT champion, and then see what he does. Guys, I- if you don't know who Nakamura is, I know we've been talking about him for the past eight minutes, and and, and, and we're, we're getting really into it. But if you don't know who this guy is, this look him up. Great. Look him up. He's, he's amazing. They call him the master of strong style, which is it's a little bit of different style wrestling. I mean, this guy... This guy does what he's got to do to get the job done. You know, a lot of people watch wrestling and say, why doesn't he just kick in 10 times? Right. You know, he's on the floor. This guy fucking does it. <laughs> you know, he'll kick you on the floor 10 times. You're like, wait a minute. This isn't wrestling. This is an actual it's an actual fight. And um, very unique guy. Um, I, 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 you know, I want to see him in NXT for a year. Hold the NXT championship and see what you can do with that. If if I don't see you doing anything with that, then come back in Raw and, you know, it be something minor. But I don't want this guy to be another Neville. I don't want this guy to be another guy that comes up the roster and does nothing. Keep right. him in NXT for right now, you know. Make him go go up against guys like Samoa Joe. Um, right, he's, he's built, Rude, he needs to I mean, build up his reputation and actually, um, you know, get, get get to get to know a little bit of the style that that uh, WWE or NXT has to offer. So and, I understand. And NXT is a perfect but, platform for him right now. All right, man. So let's let's move on because uh, <laughs> yeah. we're we're, yeah, we, we we're having orgasm about knocking yeah, off. He's, he's good. You, you guys need to watch that match. I mean, I, I'm gonna say that's probably the best match I've seen with him in the past two three years. It, it was incredible. Um, I, I don't know where we left off. But anyway, um, we had the the Sami Zayn AJ Styles match. Um, great match. I didn't like the finish. AJ Styles went over clean, and they gave each other a hug or respect. Hey, you did a good job. We'll you know we'll meet some other day. Right. In the fact, when the match was over um, backstage, you know, Shane McMahon just came out and pretty much congratulated him on a great performance. Uh, I think that was a little bit, uh, a little bit cheesy. Um, you know, it, 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 I don't know what, where where uh, where they were going with this, but I mean, I like the fact that uh, the difference between uh, the last Raw and this Raw is that now you had Shane a little bit more involved and in, and in, in with these superstars. And the fact that you know you're having backstage camera time, you know, just just makes just makes it a little bit different. You know, it kind of reminds me of the Attitude Era. Right. If if, if Shane is in charge, I like that. I like that he says, "Hey, good job on this guy. This guy should have done this." I mean, I want to see him phys- right. physically manage. And, and there's people. a there's a story behind every match too. I mean, it's not like they just they just put him on the cards and say, "Hey, go go face each other" with no particular purpose or reason. Each, I mean, so far we got three four matches now with a purpose, with stakes. So, by far, this is this has been the best Raw as of right now. I mean, we still got a couple of matches to talk over, but it's been the best Raw that I've seen in a long time. I think the past two two Raws were 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 the, were the best right. Raws of the, of the year. I mean, and you know what? I think the only problem I had with last uh, last Monday Night Raw is that Shane didn't show much involvement in in, in the. Uh, in, in in the entire an entire night, but uh, well, I mean, I, I, I like to think that maybe it's because of the match he had with Undertaker, he probably didn't have the energy to. But now that he's fully healed, I mean, you saw him doing his little gimmick, his little his little moves. So is, it kind of feels. I mean, is Shane McMahon in charge next week too? I don't know, man. Uh, I, I thought I really Vince just did it. Yeah, what the hell? That's the one I think taken. I think they're gonna come up with a new storyline. Like he's gonna bring up the ratings and say, hey, you know what, Dad? You know, he, this is the ratings. I'm doing much better than Stephanie ever was. Uh, if you know what's good for business, you'll keep me here running raw. If you want right. to make money, you'll keep me running money night raw. And hopefully, you know that that will create conflict between uh, between Triple H and and the, I mean the Authority, Triple H and Stephanie McMahon with Shane McMahon because now um, you have you have an issue and a solution. And I'll tell you what that is. This is basically the past two Monday Night Raws has been an NXT takeover. You see all these NXT guys just coming over to Raw. And pretty much just performing and making a name for themselves. Well, who runs NXT? 
Triple H does. Mm-hmm. Who's giving NXT uh, talent the opportunity to go on Monday Night Raw? Shane McMahon is. So now you have interests of conflict there between Shane McMahon and Triple H. I mean, just think about it. Just imagine, it for, imagine this for a second. Uh, Shane McMahon bringing them over NXT, giving them opportunities to make a name for themselves, and then Triple H coming over and saying, you know what, the only reason why you're getting high ratings is because uh, you're basically taking my guys over to 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 Raw. And now you have a, now you have a, a conflict there. So I I, I, I could see that, but let, let me let me explain to you why why I wouldn't want to see an NXT versus WWE. I'm I'm not saying this is going to be an NXT versus an uh, NXT versus WWE. I'm saying that NXT is taking over Monday Night Raw. What the fuck's the difference of what I just said? Well, With you, Raw versus NXT. See, and NXT. Well, you, you, I, no, you, I, I understand. You're having NXT facing against NXT as well, so you're just having new talent coming over. Right, but but I I don't think I think they want to blur the lines between NXT and 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 Raw. Um, I think I think I don't think they're gonna they're gonna ever have NXT come in and take over WWE because you you that's gonna fuck NXT up. Cause it is. Because NXT is gonna lose. And and, and I, I hope they don't. But but this is not gonna help NXT at all. I think the way they have it now, underground. Right. Um. With, with the names not being known, you have to subscribe to watch these matches. Exactly. Um. When people debut, like who the fuck is this guy from NXT? It makes you want to watch NXT. Right. But I mean, you're you're looking at a double-edged sword as well. I mean, you having all these guys from NXT. Wait, if you get all the top talent from NXT to the WWE. What happens to NXT? Shit goes down. See, and, and, and the thing is, most of the people in NXT are from TNA. I mean, you have... Um, fuck, you've got Samoa Joe. you got Bobby Roode. I don't, I don't I don't think James Storm ever left or anything like that. Now, you might not watch TNA, but these guys were TNA world champions. They held the belt. They ran the company, and they're working for WWE under the NXT brand. Um... I, I, you know, I, like, like I said, I don't want to see this company for the Zach company storylines. I'd rather them, you know, come up with stables and, you know, you guys figure something out on your own. You know, just because you work for one company and I'm here to take over, I don't know. Uh, um, the last time we saw that was with the Nexus, and that really worked. That really did work. But it was only, it was a handful of guys. The, the NXT roster is huge. Who do you pick? Who's ready? And who's the heel? Who's the face? Right. You know, I, I that that's 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 the main reason I wouldn't want to see that. I want to see one guy right up at a time. It, this it, way, you don't miss Monday Night Raw. Holy fuck, this guy came out on Raw. Right. You know. Well, um. Who knows? Though? I, I think we both agree Nakamura has a great future. If <laughs> we're let, still talking about Nakamura. yeah, yeah, I'm still talking about Nakamura. I'm like, <laughs> goddamn. I think I think he has he has a great future if they let him keep his name and they let him keep the style and he doesn't talk. Uh-huh. Right. Or he's some some, uh, but some kind of uh, stable. Enough sucking Nakamura's enough dick. Su- yeah, enough sucking dick. Uh, <laughs> it's time to suck Chris Jericho's dick. Um, oh, you'd be happy to suck his dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure he was. Uh, he came out and started doing the really? highlight reel. Well, why, and... why, why is your mouth so watery, man? Because it is, man. It's fucking it's Chris Jericho, man. Um, anyway, he came out. Uh, the Lionheart came out. And interviewed. And his special guest was... Um, the best world champion there's ever been. He's been the best intercontinental champion he's been, ever been. He's been one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. And guess who comes out? Chris Jericho. He introduced himself. That was great. That was great. It was, I love that. I love that too. That That's old school Jericho. You know, he, he just go out there. He says, he just, he just goes straight to the crowd. You need to shut up and listen. <laughs> yeah. He's so full of himself that, you need to that, shut that, up that and listen. it's good. This it's, is gonna be the best highlight reel ever because my next, my next um, uh, a guest here is is the greatest future Hall of Famer, multi-time World Heavyweight Champion. Oh, by the way, the the, the character is me. 
the, yeah. the, the guest. In my mind, came. I was thinking, who the fuck are you going to bring out? I'm thinking, like, well, who, well I, who's I, I, backstage? Is it Cena? Is it like a. Maybe I, I, I was thinking, yeah, I was thinking somebody big, but then. And we fell for the oldest yeah. trick in the book. Is that Chris Jericho? I, I fell for it. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> uh, man, he, he's, he's really good. Um, he, he kept the segment going on for maybe about five, six minutes, and then uh, you saw the Yeah, he, in the I think it was funny. He went on and on talking about himself, sucking his own dick. And <laughs> he <laughs> it is. was great. He, he is. And it, it was, was great. And it was good. Uh, I mean, the guy's very charismatic. He, 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 he's great at what he does. But then you see the Ambrose music hit. interrupts him, obviously. And you see this crazy motherfucker with a plant and a sign. What, what, I, you know, I looked at him like, what the hell is this? But I liked it about him. That makes me think, what the fuck? Why does he have a plant for and he comes over, takes off Jericho's plant, he puts his own plants, and then he puts his sign over the the Jerotron 3000. And he calls it the Ambrose Asylum, which I guess is his anyway show. Yeah. And it, his it, first guest was Chris Jericho, which I thought was fucking hilarious. <laughs> you know what? Didn't didn't Jericho's uh, uh, plant, wasn't that a gift from, from Dean Ambrose? I don't know. Remember. I don't, I don't remember. It, it was a gift, and the stool was, was a gift from Roman Reigns. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're yeah, right, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I, I really thought. I mean, I remember that. I thought they were gonna do something with that, but, uh, you know, I, I just thought it was really funny. You know, you, you see Chris Jericho, he's fucking pissed. He, he's, he doesn't like what Dean Ambrose is doing. He even called. He went as far as calling him a stupid ass, yeah. which, which I thought was was really hilarious. And of course, you know, uh, Dean Ambrose being the fucking, uh, I don't want to be mean to Dean Ambrose, but he's being too fucking cute. He's been too fucking cute with his lines. I mean, first of all, he went out t- telling Jericho, "Hey man, the whole world wants to know where you get that scar." And then Chris Jericho responds, "This is a seven hundred and fifty dollars scarf. I'll have you, I'll have you know." And then he went on insulting Chris Jericho. He went on insulting um, uh, Dean Ambrose. You know, he said a couple of sentences, and then Dean Ambrose went back to saying, "So you're not going to tell us about the scarf." You know, I, I find that a little bit funny, but... I, 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 thought, I, I, I thought it was hilarious. He's like, wait a minute, I brought the scarf. What about that? Yeah, but I mean, it, it was it was, it was was cheesy. What do you think? It, no, it, but was, it, was, it was... It was it was a good segment. It was unexpected. It seemed natural. It, it seemed like these guys weren't, weren't reading lines. The way the way they both deliver it, it, it sounds like it's coming from them. You know, Jericho's flawless on the microphone. I mean, there's nothing he can do better. And Dean Ambrose I, is very, very good. I like the fact that Jericho said that, you know what... Um, I am legendary status. I the, the rules that apply to you do not apply to me, and I can do what I want when I want, what I want to do. I, I I think he delivered that perfectly, and and this this does set him aside from the rest of the roster because we all know that Chris Jericho he he is the best in the world what he does, and, and he's not just saying that, but he he really is. And the only issue that I have here is. You, now you're building a feud between Dean Ambrose and Chris Jericho. What happens here, man? Does this? I feel I feel like this is gonna hurt um, Dean Ambrose more than it will help Chris Jericho because Chris Jericho does not need to go over. Well, I was gonna say Dean Ambrose does. Chris Jericho but, doesn't need the help. Okay, he he doesn't at all. He can lose and be okay. I really think Ambrose is gonna go over. If they have a match, a payback, a grudge match, whatever you want to call it, fucking Ambrose needs to win. He needs to win because Jericho already beat AJ Styles at WrestleMania. I mean, how much bigger does it get than that? You just beat the, the TNA 13-time world champion at WrestleMania. Now, you're a WWE guy. You're, you're all, you're all, you've also you know had your world champion stuff like that. But that helped Chris Jericho say, I'm a serious contender. 
but this also this is this feud is gonna help Dean Ambrose. Even though I, you know, I was thinking like I, I, I don't know if their gimmicks are gonna fit. Watching that segment was actually pretty funny. I was like, I can see them having a feud, um, and I can see them having a, a three, four month long feud leading up to SummerSlam for something big. All right. um, I do need. I, I, I do think there needs to be some sort of title involved in this because Jericho doesn't. You know, he's there. To, he's, he's there for titles. And he was yeah. saying that he's, you know, put me in front of the line for the W Championship. I don't think it should be for the world title, but I think it should be made for the Intercontinental title. They should somehow make that fit in there. Maybe the U.S. title. Jericho's never held that title. Yeah. You know, you know why not? But I, I think there needs to be more at stake than I just don't fucking like you because you're Dean Ambrose. Right. And yeah. I don't like you because you're Chris Jericho and you're a badass. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I But overall, the segment was great. It was a great way to start setting up this feud. Um, I think they might have another highlight reel later on, you know, you know, hopefully seeing what's going on. Um, where do you, where do you see this feud going? Um, like I said, man, I mean, I just really hope they put Dean Ambrose over. I mean, he deserves to be, you know, in the main, in the main event. He deserves to be at least a world heavyweight champion, but unfortunately it hasn't gone his way. Um, but you know, he, he definitely got it. He, he definitely got it. But I, I just feel that. Dean Ambrose is there. They put him on main event matches, but he hasn't gone over, and that's what really pisses me off. Because you don't they're, think they're Dean not... Ambrose is over? <clears throat> I don't think that he's where he should be. You know, because when Dean Ambrose started separated from the Shield, I mean, I feel that he's still in that same spot. He's still in that same spot. I mean, he was long reigned USA champion for a long time, but I mean, that, that that's about the only success he ever had. Um, he needs a World Heavyweight Championship and his shoulder, and he needs to carry that title. I don't think um, he's ready for it now. Not even close. I think. Well, I think are, I, are you saying Roman Reigns is ready? Are oh, hell no. No, 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 no. That's, okay. that's a completely so different subject. The, deservingly, I think we all agree that Dean Ambrose deserves that, sh that title on, 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 around his waist. No, I'm not going to say I'm gonna say Dean Ambrose deserves a title around his waist yet. Not yet. He deserves an Intercom Championship or maybe another run at the U.S. title. But he's not ready to be a world champion. He's not ready to come out on the Today Show and give out a speech. He's not ready for for and for any. He's not ready to be the face of the company. He's not going to wear a suit and put the title on and stuff like that. Which I'm not saying he has to. What I, I, I'm just saying I can see, see because him as a heel is almost like the Miz and a Jericho. Right. He has that slow monotonic voice and you know what do you want me to do? He moves his little <laughs> face. You know he starts doing this. He's going to be great as a heel and. I mean, I, I, I don't know, you know, I, I want to see this feud with Jericho as, as a face, but somehow I want to see a feud with Rollins, and him as a heel, Rollins as a face. Right. Um, we'll see we'll, we'll see where, where this goes. Uh, great match, though. I mean, not match, uh, great segment, um, and hopefully, you know, uh, we, we see more of these guys. After that match, we had, our, I guess, a filler match. We had our Paul, Paul Cruz, um, the big black guy. Yeah, let, 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 let's skip this one. Yeah, I mean, it was a squash I, match. It was a squash match. I mean, I, I think... When I see this guy, it kind of reminds me of John Cena, you know, happy to be there, very baby-faced. I mean, he, he, he puts on that smile after the victory, and, and I don't know, man. I, I, he's very talented. I mean, I think I, I like him because he's very uh, very athletic. I mean, you can tell. I mean, he, he, the, the fucker looks like a beast, but, you know, that, that that's it. That's it. That's all I get from this guy. Um I just feel that they're, they're gonna they're gonna misuse him unless he does something big. I mean, I don't know how good he is on the mic. I don't know what, what his gimmick is. All I know is that he's a big baby face and 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 he's and he's uh he's pretty much dominating um uh, uh, low talent. I mean, I, what I'm hoping is you know th this guy is not another 
Um, he he doesn't come out being another you know like a Bobby Lashley. He he, he looks just like him. <laughs> you know, I'm not saying all black people look alike, but but you know <laughs> these guys do. You you know you know they're they're big fuck guys. We'll see. You know you know uh, Paul, Paul Cruz does have does have a good future. He's got the look. I can see him maybe holding the belt one day. Um, not yet though. You know keep giving these squash matches. Squash matches. You know Adam Rose. Fuck him. Haven't beat Heath Slater next. Haven't beat uh, Bo Dallas next. You know haven't beat these guys. Build them up. Uh, make him undefeated for a while, you know, see see what happens. But he needs a gimmick. He can't just be, I'm happy to be here, I'm smiling and looking at my fireworks. You know, right. you know, you know, the, you know, that's it. Uh, you know, Cruz has a great future. Hopefully they, they use him right. Um, you know, let, let's jump right into our, our, our main event, what happened. Oh, hold on, hold on, man. Before we get, well, before we get to it. Okay, well, I'm just going to get right, right to the point. Uh, going back to these NXT guys coming over, do you feel that there's so many guys coming over to WWE that maybe... Um, because of this whole, I want to say, I don't want to say invasion, but it kind of looks like that way. Um, do you feel that there's so many guys coming over from NXT? Do you feel like they're gonna misuse any of these guys? Oh, obviously. I so mean, they're, they're, they are going. To. These guys are basically now at this point, you know, they're pretty much wrestling for their careers, they're for their jobs. Because I feel that tremendous pressure is gonna be put on these guys, and they're giving the chance to shine at Monday Night Raw or SmackDown, and of course, if they don't do so successfully. Then obviously they're gonna be out of the job pretty soon, just like any any misuse uh, 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 athlete. Um, so I mean I, I don't know I don't know what your take on that. I mean I, I mean I don't think we're being oversaturated with NXT talent. I believe the reason they're calling a lot of people up is because of the injuries. Um, there's a lot of injuries. There's a lot of fresh talent on there that it doesn't hurt them. Yeah, but what happens when rock. the injuries come back? Do you just send these guys back to NXT? No, 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 no. You you somehow make them play in there. Now, you eventually get where the, the roster is going to be overfilled, which I, I'm not going to lie to you. It is right now. But then that's when you start seeing releases. You know, I don't see anybody in the social outcast staying. Maybe Curtis Axel, but they've already tried with them. They're all going to get fired. Um, the, the League of Nations, eventually, you know, that's going to break up. Someone's going to get fired there. I mean, Rusev is the least charismatic one. Barely just kicked him out. You're, you're gonna see your shitty talent go away. You know they're they're, they're right. they they eventually and, fire people. And maybe it's good for for business. I mean it's it's, it's the only thing you do for business. What do you do? You you fire your old talent to bring up new talent. You whoever tried these guys is not getting over. They're done. Zach Ryder, you might not see him back again. Even though he's over as hell. You know I I, I would have wish I would have seen him run with the title, but you know it happened. Um, Miz already has has his chances, but yeah I I don't mind the, the NXT people coming up if they have a plan for him. But don't do anything like they did with Neville. You know, poor guy. He's just doing matches. Right. He, he puts people. Tyler Breeze, perfect example. He was great in NXT. What the fuck's he doing now? You know what his record is? And I, I, I know it's the day. I was, I was following on Twitter. It was you know, like eighty-two and four or something like that. Yeah, no, no. He's, he's, he's four wins and like a hundred and eight losses. Wow. I was like, that's, that's incredible. And then, you know, and you know, he posts back on the tweet. He goes, it doesn't matter. I win that life. All right. <laughs> All right. That's his gimmick. That's his gimmick. I understand that. But wins and losses matter, man. I mean, they do. They Tyler, do. Tyler Breeze will never come back from that. Poor guy. You know, he's he's very talented. He might come back as a different gimmick. We'll see what happens. Anyway, though, uh, enough about NXT. We'll get we'll, we'll get to our main, main events, event, which was the League of Nations um, versus Bray Wyatt and Roman Reigns. Who the fuck? That was that? weird, man. That was. I mean, of course. And Shane Max said, "You know what? I think this." I'm gonna put you. I'm gonna put Roman Reigns and Bray Wyatt against the League of Nations, and you know, at that point, everyone was, you know, my jaw dropped, and I was like, "What?" These Which, two... Who was it? Was Sheamus and who else? Sheamus and Del Rio. Del Rio got pinned. 
Well, the real is the one who got pinned by okay, by okay, Bray Wyatt. Okay, okay. Bro, how fucking amazing is 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 uh, Bray Wyatt as a babyface? He is. That, this is what I, I I got about this. I'm like, he's way more over than Roman. Oh my way goodness! More than Roman. This this guy and, and the fact that you know his his, his father unfortunately died. Um, it, it, you know, the the mentality and psycho- psychologically of this of this guy, you know, of, of Bray Wyatt, you know. He, he, he as a baby face oh my goodness this is a whole different this is a whole different guy and, and the fact that you know he's the key, he can still keep his gimmick and still be weird and unique in his own way makes him that more special because he's a he's a baby face like none other but, but Bray Wyatt is is uh, I, I, I'm gonna say this and he I think he's a better undertaker uh, you know and and, and that kind of I'm not giving taking any away from the undertaker he was good but I like Bray Wyatt's gimmick a lot more because he talks and he's mysterious and what the fuck is he saying and who the fuck are his brothers? You know, you know, I I, I, I like it. I, I I'm finally glad he won. Holy fuck! When was the last time we oh saw him win? Oh my goodness! Anything? It's been a long, long um, time. And he got a pen on the real too. He got a pen on the real. The real former champion. Former world champion. Former triple H champion. You know, he's 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 been everywhere. Um, I thought the ending was really cool. When he was pinning uh, the real, and then, and then Roman does the Roman spear. Just a spear. Yeah, that, that was awesome. That was pretty cool. That was know? great. I, that's how you get Roman over. And I, I realized that. I'm like, do you get this guy over putting him with better faces, or people who are gonna cheer for? You know, eventually we might see a Wyatt Roman Reigns, which is what what I got from this at the stare down, the the end of the show. Right. It was a stare down, and then lights out. I mean, you kind of you want you kind of keep wondering, what my God, this, this, this leaves me on the loop. What's gonna happen next? You know, it, it makes me that more interested in, in in the next Raw. Let me ask you this: When does Bray Wyatt hold the title? Is it this year or is it next year? You know what? I I feel like there's a couple of things missing there. You know, he has to make up for all the losses he's gone through. So once he gets to the point where he has the confidence to to go over uh, top top uh, top players, I, I think he's gonna get a chance at the World Heavyweight Championship. And I feel that if he becomes uh, if he becomes champion. I wish he doesn't change his character. I, I wish it, it stays the same. As a matter of fact, I think that him holding the championship will elevate him to to superstardom. Sorry, superstardom. I can't even say that right. Well, I mean, he, yeah, I mean, he, uh, he, 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 Bray Wyatt is never going to be known as a Hulk Hogan or, or as a The Rock or a, as a Ric Flair, but he will be known as a as a passing on the torch of the Undertaker. See, the, the Undertaker, everybody knows who he is, but yet he's never really said anything except when he was on on when he was on the bike. Which, right. which I, I never liked that gimmick when he was a biker. But anyway, I hope Bray Wyatt doesn't do that. I, I, I love his gimmick. Um, I, the only thing that I got from this match is that, is that fuck, Bray Wyatt is red. Bray Wyatt, I, I'll say it again, man. If you guys didn't see this match, he was outstanding. He by himself in the entrance. He did. It was interesting. And holy fuck, that was, that was a good entrance. It was, man. This, this is a... This is, this is a, a beacon of hope for, for Mr. Mr. Bray Wyatt. I, I think that this is... A, this is definitely gonna help him out, and hopefully, you know, they, they keep building him this way. Cause I, I like seeing him, you know, as a as a neut- in a neutral zone, not quite the fights like a baby face, but isn't quite a baby face. Um, no, see, they they can't do that. They 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 can't have great personalities because you're you're gonna get a Roman Reigns thing. I don't think he's gonna get booed, but I think if he's a heel trying to do face things, it's not gonna work. If he's a heel, he needs to be a heel. If he's a face, well, he needs to be a uh, face, but doing anti-hero stuff. I, I think, like I say, just him being unique, like Nakamura, uh, I, I think just puts him over. I mean, it doesn't matter what, what, what you are. But it's just as long as you know you, you keep that unique in you and, and show it out there in the ring, and the mic, on TV, on camera, whatever the, the, the case may be, 
it, you don't need to be showing baby face or heel stuff but definitely it was it was a, it was a good it was a good it was a good um a good gimmick i mean i, I love watching this, this this guy perform last night and it was it was just great i mean overall this was a good raw you know i i'd give it an eight out of ten which is good for raw you know you know recently some of them have been four out of tens five out of tens you know, last week I, you know, I would say I'd give it eight and a half. You know, uh, more because of the crowd. Right. This one was about an eight, but um. Uh, yeah, I mean, I also it, give it, it an eight, eight out of ten. And but in conclusion, great raw. Every match meant something. A lot of backstage camera. Um, even even we forgot to throw this out, but even the miss, you know, he when he had the uh, he didn't perform, he didn't, he didn't wrestle, but just having him backstage and having a little a little conflict with with with. Uh, the Swift Superman, it, it, it kind of it, it said something. So every everything about this Raw was great, or at least better than the previous Raws we watched. It's it's progress. I think it's I think definitely the, progress. The gears are finally um, you know uh, joining. You know um, everything's and going good. It, it's a better running machine. I don't know if this has anything to do with Shane coming back, but um, um, I, I do like the direction we're heading. Right. I'm, I'm excited for next week's Raw. And, and look at this guy right here. I mean, when have you ever seen a bigger smile ever since we did pop, these podcasts? You've never seen a bigger smile than no, what you're seeing no, right now, okay? Smile, no. but, but, yeah, I mean, I'm just very happy the way they're, 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 uh, they're going with this. I mean, I like the fact also that even the commentators are getting a little bit better. Like, they're acknowledging everything that's going on. And I, we forgot to throw this out, but JBL said, yeah, a lot of people don't like Roman Reigns when he came out. And a lot of people don't like him. And even when... Um, when uh, 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 what's uh, Michael Cole when they did that spinning when uh, uh, Zayn did that spinning uh, power bomb what you call it again the, the blue thunder bomb the blue thunder bomb he went oh my god like he literally well, he, he, he resold that you know it, 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 it's, the, it's, the, it's these little things man that make a huge difference I mean the timing was great the the, the way he, he performed I mean I don't like these guys at all but I mean it looks like they're making an effort to make uh, this raw or, 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 or this show even better so props to everyone Props to everyone at Raw because they're definitely making progress here. They're they're doing something right. I and you know I think it's a lot of the NXT success. They're saying, well, what works here? Let's bring that to Raw. I think that's a lot to do with it. Um, I don't know if the PG is still hurting them. Um, you know, I, I definitely want to see. I think a, they're a at the, I think they're accurate. at a breaking point, man. I think they're transitioning. I think, I think they are. I, I mean, think they're transitioning I, over I to mean, something this, there. This Shane McMahon era, you know, we're gonna see where it leads to. But I, I'm I'm kind of glad it's. It's pleasing to an audience like ourselves, right? You know, um, I, I, you know, John Cena, same old shit. You know, you know, we we're, we're over that. Um, I'm just kind of wondering when these big names come back, where they where they fit, where do the Randy Orton's fit, where do the John Cena's fit, where do you know, uh, Daniel Bryan ever just has to come back, where the hell does he fit? You know, there there there's a lot of spaces in Seth Rollins, you know, but having great talent is not a bad thing not bad at not all. a bad thing you know obviously you still have lesnar you still have things going on like that but you know everything like that um you know anything you want to add before we close up the show no man uh just a shout out to geekly radio and uh thanks for tuning in guys we, we're, we're happy to do this every week and uh you know um we actually um we actually if you guys have any questions about the podcast any questions about wrestling or about us in general i mean we'd be happy to answer them just uh Send your send your questions on the comment section below, and and we'll we'll definitely answer them for you. You can set you could put them on Facebook. I also have a Twitter at Chosen One. Uh, you could send me anything there. I'll be glad to 
have any questions if anybody wants to join you know please let me know I don't think I've I figured out how to do a, a via via Skype recording but I think I think I think we're, we're still working on that yeah so I, for anybody listening outside you know uh, we'll, 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 we'll try to definitely get you in um, thank you everybody for turning into a geekly radio game where the Knights of wrestling my name is Juan I have Luis Luis here with us um, again every week um, yep. hopefully you guys will tune in the next wrestling show is gonna be raw again next week we'll review that and we'll see how that goes all right, guys.